Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 9.40 in the morning. For Dorcas, it is, or it's 9.40 in the morning for her. It's 6.40 in the morning for me, and, which is specific time. So adjust it for your time zone. For those of you that may not know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon. And I come to you with an education background, but a huge interest in both health, nutrition, and exercise because I had um, grandparents that had heart disease and diabetes, and I didn't want to go down either of those particular paths. With that being said, the TR90 program is one really good clean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks, making sure to take those supplements about 20 minutes before your meals, if at all possible, because it it works better that way. But if not, do take it with your meals. Getting 30 grams of protein in, in at least three of those meals. Making sure to stay hydrated, which means drinking at least two ounces for every pound that you weigh. So, for instance, if, or no, one ounce for every two pounds you weigh. So if you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking at a minimum 50 ounces of water. If you are working out heavily or you are in a really humid area, you will need to increase that because um, that's what it takes to stay hydrated. Seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables. That really is good for the fiber, but it also helps get you those um, some of those trace minerals and elements that our body really needs to function well. Getting seven to eight hours of rest daily is also really important because that helps your body reset and really get um, clear out toxins and stuff while you're sleeping to get set up for the next day. Also making sure to get in 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise at least five days a week which is another part of this program and lifestyle, really important. If you ever miss any of these calls, you can pick them up on SoundCloud and put in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and also follow it up with TR90, and you will see that these calls are archived back seven years. And I believe that Frank said that he just recently updated the the archive so that it shows what years things um, are in. So that's always always good to reorganize. So with all of that being said, I'm always looking for information to share with you that will help supplement that TR90 lifestyle that we're hoping to maintain going forward. And the information today I'm sharing with you is out of a book that's called Superfoods Health Style simple changes to get the most out of life for the rest of your life. It was written by Stephen G. Pratt, MD, and Kathy Matthews. And um, I started reading, today I'm sharing about potassium and why it is something important that you need to make sure that you're, excuse me, getting into your um, TR90 program. You probably know that if you've been diagnosed with hypertension, or high blood pressure, you should cut down on the sodium in your diet. Limiting sodium is an important step that everyone should take to preserve health. 
there's another simple but more important dietary modification that you should consider, which unfortunately few people know about. And that is to increase your potassium intake. Potassium is a mineral, an, an electrolyte, that it helps to balance the acidity, alkalinity of the body's fluids, and it also helps control blood pressure. Too much fluid increases blood pressure, and potassium plays a crucial role in maintaining optimum fluid levels. Before the emergence of agriculture, humans consumed a diet that was high in potassium and low in sodium. Lately, with the increase in the popularity of processed foods, along with the reduction in the consumption of fruits and vegetables, most of us have decreased our potassium intake and we've increased our sodium intake. Well, deficiencies of potassium are rare because potassium is widely available in a variety of foods. It's his strong belief that a large percentage of those eating a westernized diet suffer from a discrete but important deficiency of potassium. In the developing world where diets are rich in potassium and low in sodium, high blood pressure is virtually non-existent. Just a thought, side thought note here, highly refined wheat flour contains less than half the potassium level of the whole grain flour. Why is a rich supply of potassium important? Research has now established that a high intake of potassium plays a protective role against hypertension, stroke, cardiac dysfunction, including arrhythmias, as well as kidney damage and osteoporosis. The DASH, or Dietary Approaches to Stop Hypertension Diet, recommends a rich intake of potassium foods and has shown a marked ability to lower blood pressure. We should be getting three to five times the amount of potassium as sodium in our diets. Unfortunately, most of us get about half the, the amount of potassium, and some of us get even less potassium than sodium. New U.S. government guidelines recommend that you consume at least 4,700 milligrams of potassium daily. It, Dr. Pratt's own recommendation is that you aim for 8,000 milligrams daily. It's not difficult to reach that level when you appreciate that there are leaf, uh, the green leafy vegetables, citrus fruits, and beans are rich in potassium. Other good choices include dairy products, fish, and nuts. Good sources of potassium. Well, Adwala Blackberry Fruit Shake, 8 ounces, has 1,060 milligrams and 150 calories. Potato, one medium-sized bake, has 926 milligrams. Sweet potatoes, one cup cooked, has 950 milligrams. Evolution Incredible Vegetable. I'm not sure what that is, but it sounds like something that's might be a drink, it might be something else, has 780 milligrams of potassium. Clams, six of them cooked, has 705 milligrams. 
Naked, just carrot juice has 620 milligrams. Butternut squash, one cup cooked, 582 milligrams. Figs, dried, four large, have 541 milligrams. You get the idea. All of our fruits and vegetables have a lot of potassium in them. Sun, sweet, prune juice, plus lutein, one cup, 540 milligrams. But you get 170 calories with, with drinking a cup of prune juice. Just keep that in mind. R.W. Knudsen, very veggie vegetable cocktail, low sodium, one cup, 520 milligrams. Libby's canned pumpkin, one cup, 505 milligrams. Salsa with mesquite kettle chips, one ounce, 495 milligrams. And cantaloupe, one cup, 494 milligrams. And Naked Juice Strawberry Banana C has 480 milligrams. Lima beans, one half cup cooked has 478 milligrams. So um, there's a lot of things that have potassium in them, and so it's really important to make sure that uh, you're including that. Another little side note is there was an epidemiologic study of 84,360 American women over a six-year period. A high intake of potassium was associated with a lower risk of developing diabetes mellitus. Ah, our next superfood. This will be fun. Also known as garlic. It is a source of organosulfur compounds which contain allicin, which are the most active, saponins, polyphenols, selenium, arginine, vitamin C, also potassium. Sidekicks to that garlic are scallions, shallots, leeks, and onions. You should try to eat to taste multiple times per week. Garlic is a small and humble-looking vegetable and plays a huge role in major cuisines of the world. It's hard to imagine Italian, French, or Asian cooking without garlic. The big news on garlic isn't its availability to flavor a dish, but rather its considerable role as a health promoter. Indeed, recent findings on the power of garlic to fight cancer and cardiovascular disease as well as anti-inflammatory and antiviral properties, give garlic the bona fides to elevate it to a superfood status. Garlic is a member of the lily or the allium family and traces its origins to Central Asia. Garlic is a major flavoring agent, particularly in in the Mediterranean cuisine, but as far back as 2000. 600 BC, it was used by the Sumerians as medicine. One of the oldest cultivated plants in the world, garlic was recognized by early civilizations as a source of strength and was mentioned in the Bible. Indeed, throughout history of civilization, the medicinal properties of garlic have been prized. And it's been used to treat ailments including atherosclerosis, stroke, cancer, 
immune disorders, cerebral aging, arthritis, and cataract formation. Garlic's power as a health promoter comes from its rich variety of sulfur-containing compounds. Of the nearly 100 nutrients in garlic, the most important in terms of health benefits seems to be the sulfur compound allicin, an amino acid. Allicin is not present in fresh garlic, but it is but it is formed instantly when cloves are crushed, chewed, or cut. Allicin seems to be responsible for the super biological activity of garlic as well as its odor. In addition to allicin, a single clove of garlic offers a stew of compounds with potential health benefits, including saponin, phosphorus, potassium, zinc, selenium, polyphenols, and arginine. In addition to these compounds, garlic is a good source of vitamin B6 and also of vitamin C. As with most whole foods, garlic's antioxidant and anti-inflammatory abilities are probably due to the sum of the whole rather than any particular single agent. There's been a number of studies that have shown that garlic has an important impact on risk factors for cardiovascular disease. It has been demonstrated that those who make garlic a regular part of their diets enjoy lower blood pressure and decreased platelet aggregation, as well as decreased the triglycerides and LDLs, which are the bad cholesterol. Garlic has also may also increase HDL or the good cholesterol. Consuming one half to one clove of garlic daily lowers the LDL cholesterol levels by approximately 10%. Partially by decreasing cholesterol absorption, garlic extracts have also been shown to decrease blood pressure in one study, a 5.5% decrease of systolic blood pressure and a slight decrease in the diastolic pressure were noticed. While these are modest decreases, they could still lead to a significant lessening of the risk for stroke and heart attack. The end result of all of these benefits is a lower risk for atherosclerosis and heart disease, as well as reduced risk of heart attack and stroke. Garlic oil has been shown to decrease total and LDL cholesterol and triglyceride levels. Garlic's primary positive effect on the cardiovascular disease comes from its sulfur compounds, but the effects of vitamin C, B6, selenium, manganese can't be ignored. Garlic's vitamin C, the body's primary antioxidant defender, protects LDL cholesterol from oxidation, it's the oxidation of the LDL cholesterol that begins the process that damages blood vessel walls. Vitamin B6 lowers the homocysteine, a substance that can directly damage blood vessel walls. And selenium in garlic fights heart disease while it's also working to protect against cancer and heavy metal toxicity. Manganese works on a variety of antioxidant defenses 
and studies have found that adults deficient in manganese have lowered their levels of the good or HDL cholesterol. There's also been a number of studies that have reported on garlic's ability to fight cancer, although further research is needed to clarify the precise role garlic of garlic in the battle. Several population studies have shown a link between garlic in the diet and the decrease of the risk for colorectal and gastric cancers, and one clove of garlic daily may decrease the risk of developing prostate cancer. So with that, I think I'm going to stop there for today since I've gone way over. I'm going to unmute us and say goodbye to each other. This is Susan Matt for December 10th, signing out in 2020. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, making sure that you eat plenty of potassium and eating garlic. <laughs> yeah, sounds like... It definitely is, uh, particularly potassium. But garlic, I had I had forgotten how magical that was. In yeah. in all the things we need. Whoa. Well, tomorrow we'll probably get a little more about garlic. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks. That was a great call. Thank you so much. Oh, you are most welcome. And for those of you that are looking at top the hour, which is like almost now. Um, Facebook Live, One Team Global will have one of our wonderful leaders sharing information on how to build a business. And with that, I am going to get ready to go out into our foggy day to take a nice little walk. <laughs> so everyone have a good have one. A- take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.